Welcome to the Alpha Male Coach Podcast, the only podcast that teaches men the cognitive mastery and alpha mindset that it takes to become an influential and irresistible man of confidence. Here's your host, certified life coach and international man of mystery, Kevin Ayo. What's up, my brothers? Welcome back to the Alpha Male Coach Podcast. I'm your host, Kevin Ayo. And before we even get into this, before we even start, I want you to, if you're listening to me on iTunes, stop the podcast, stop the episode, go leave me a five-star rating and review, and then come back to the episode. Don't worry, I'll still be here. I'll wait. I am on a mission to get 500 ratings and reviews. And if you are one of the thousands of people that hasn't left me a rating review, guys, check this out. There are thousands of downloads a month, almost five figure, over 10,000 downloads a month. And I've got like 85 ratings. So I know you guys are listening and I know you guys aren't leaving me a rating. So just go do it. If you can leave a six star, do it, but definitely leave me a five star and a review. Okay. Now moving on today. I'm going to be talking to you about goals and goal setting. And I know this topic seems to be one of those topics that is less exciting than relationships or wealth or buffering. And if you've been involved in the self-knowledge or the self-help industry with action-based coaches, then the general attitude on goal setting is BTDT, right? Been there, done that. Like either there's that experience with the action-based coaching, which is what I call symptom coaching, Or there is the practice in the more spiritual or cognitive approaches to life coaching where the process is to skip over the actual writing out of goals as if the striving and the wanting to grow and achieve things is somehow not aligned with cognitive or emotional development. And I want to turn that around. I just want to flip that and change that because I think of goal setting as both a scientific and a spiritual practice. I think it is the most compassionate, loving, confident, wonderful thing we can do for ourselves. And I'm going to speak to the spiritual side for a moment because I often talk about the science of the universal truth, but I get a lot of pushback from students about goal setting when it comes to the spiritual side. And it's usually something like this. It's like, I've been working my whole life, right? This is what my students tell me. They tell me they're a workaholic. They've been working. They've been striving. They're always pushing through their emotions, right? Resisting their emotion and never really focusing on what they're feeling or connecting with themselves in the present because they're always working on their goals, right? They're always looking into the future. And then they tell me that now that they found a way to be present, right? With breath and yoga and meditation, that now they've come to me and they say that I need, they need to go back into the future, that there's really no future, no past. There's just this present moment, but you're telling me to go out of the present, go into the future and think about goals. And I feel they're telling me that it feels like they're taking them out of the present. Now, brothers, the long-winded answer to this statement that my students give me is really the difference between future-focused thinking and tomorrow thinking, which I am not going to go into on this podcast. I've done that on multiple episodes on both topics, both on future-focused thinking and on tomorrow thinking, right? That perfectionist illusion. There's a lot of answers in that teaching. But the short answer is this. This is what I usually respond. It's like, look, I am always wanting to teach people to stay connected to their true selves. That's the alpha state. And I always want my students to feel their feelings. I don't want you to resist, avoid, or react to your feelings, right? And I'm always telling my students that there are no old thoughts. There's no thoughts that are from your past that you're pulling into your presence. 
right? Thoughts happen now. This moment right now and being connected to it is the most important thing. And I think we can and I think we should be in our present moment, be in the present moment, accepting the present moment for what it is, you know, the perfection of circumstance, and allow ourselves to dream and set goals from a place of abundance. Now, that's the short answer to stepping into the future to dream big and set big goals, abundance. What I mean by that is that we are so often taught that what we want in our lives is because of something we're lacking. Think about that, guys. You want something because you don't have it. And to go even deeper into this for you, you never really want the thing you don't have. You just want the emotion you're not feeling, and you think the way to get that emotion is by having the thing, right? So if we don't feel happy, then we think we should go out there and strive to get something that's going to make us happy, right? And that, my brothers, is the problem. That will never solve itself. And that's why there's always going to be this hamster wheel of chasing and chasing and chasing happiness. Now, if you have heard any, and I mean any, of my podcast before, of any of these episodes, then you're probably familiar with the universal truth. All of our feelings, including happiness, come from our thoughts. So there is no happiness that we are going to find in our future that we don't already have now. And that is important to remember. If happiness comes from our thoughts, and we know it does, then achieving something or gaining a future goal at some future moment is not going to increase our capacity for happiness. And you've got to understand that. You, as a human being, have a capacity for happiness. Nobody in the past was less happy, and nobody in the future is going to be more happy. Whatever the goal is, whether it's paying off your house, making a million dollars, getting promoted at work, none of that will ever give you a level of happiness that is greater simply because of the circumstance. The peasant who lived a thousand years ago who just finished building his mud hut has the same capacity for being happy in owning his home as you would be today when you make the last mortgage payment to the bank so that you own your home. Like There's nothing in the future or in the past that is more or less happy. Although we may seem to enjoy a greater quality of life due to technology and civilization, the capacity of the human being to feel happiness hasn't changed. Hence, the quality of life hasn't changed, just the illusion that technology has made it better. The point of having goals is not so we can achieve them and be happier than we are today. The reason to have goals is because our purpose on this planet is to evolve into the best versions of ourselves and create things that didn't exist in the process. Now, that's my opinion, right? You might have a different opinion. But the way to do that is to constantly be asking ourselves to show up in a bigger way. And I think goals are the best way for us to do that. When you think about a goal or you think about a dream or something that you want to achieve, when you first think about it, it will seem like something that is unachievable, something way beyond your current abilities. This is, of course, the beta condition running a pattern of limiting beliefs. That process of dreaming and thinking about the future in the present moment is what brings all the stuff up that is preventing us from believing in a deeper way. This is not to say that we need to arrive there to become a better person. What it means is setting goals and believing in them enough to achieve them will bring up those obstacles. Okay, it will bring up the things blocking us from our deeper greatness. We're not going to be any better, right? We're not going to be any greater than we are now, but we will have removed the obstacles that's blocking us from knowing how great we already are. 
And that's a very big difference. So let me tell you my process for setting goals and why I'd like to do them, right? The first reason I've already given you, right? And it's because goals ask me to remove the blockages to me believing that there's anything I can't achieve, right? Basically, I can do anything and goals prove that. But the second thing I like about goals is goals give your brain a direction. They create a deliberate focus for your brain. Now, remember, your brain is the beta condition. You are not your brain. You are not the sentences in your brain. The brain is like an unsupervised child with a knife, right? It's just going to go on thinking thoughts that may be detrimental, that may be hurting us, that may be causing us to go in a direction we don't want to go. And if we are focusing on a goal, having our attention and our deliberate concentration on what tells the brain what to do, which is the power of your alpha, that's how we provide it with structure and supervision. Now, the second reason is reason enough, right? Having that goal in your life is just providing structure and supervision for your brain. So I highly recommend you do that. You can predict where you're going to be in your life by what you're telling your brain to think about. And that's the universal truth, brother. Your thoughts create your feelings, which drive your actions, which ultimately give you your results. This is going to happen either way. You're going to always be creating your results. Results don't just happen to you, and goals are a way of deciding what you want those results to be instead of just doing it haphazardly and letting your brain decide without any deliberate intention on your part. Now, I'm going to go through very briefly the goal process, and I want to mention that in the Elevated Alpha Society Spartans, we do entire months of this. Entire months are dedicated to coaching and guiding you through developing the skill set of future-focused thinking, goal setting, goal achievement. And listening to the podcast will provide you with the blueprint, but joining the Elevated Alpha Society Spartans is like going through the process of building the structure. You know, that's my analogy from the difference between learning a concept and being coached through a concept. It's like learning the rules of basketball versus actually playing the sport. We just finished learning how to achieve a 30-day goal in the Spartans. And in October, we're going to be tackling the circumstance of money and wealth. But that information for September will remain on the website. So you can always go through this process any time of the year with coaching when you're a member of the Elevated Alpha Spartans. Okay, the goal process. The first thing you need to do is ask yourself, do you even dream, right? Ask yourself, do you even allow yourself to want things? Do you even think about the future? Do you plan on what you want to create? And here's the truth, at least the truth that I've observed over several years of coaching. Most people haven't done anything like that. Most people are so busy putting out fires in their life and reacting to everything that's going on in their life that they don't have a plan of what they want to create. They haven't allowed themselves to dream. And the reason why which I alluded to earlier, is that most of us have only allowed ourselves to want things from a place of scarcity. Every time we wanted something or dreamt about something, it's because we felt the lack of it. We feel like we don't have it. And when we start dreaming about it, it actually causes us pain because the dreaming is just reminding us that we don't have it. And it's reminding us of that feeling of negativity and scarcity and the lack that we're having. So people stop dreaming because they don't want that contrast, right? They don't want to think about what they want versus what they have. And it's so insidious because we get the dopamine hit from imagining what the things we want, right? We get the pleasure from dreaming and then immediately we feel the pain of loss because we remember we don't have it. It's almost like we associate pleasure with pain. 
Now, the first thing you do when you dream is to come from that place of abundance. And as a causal coach, you can imagine I get some pushback on this, right? Because people will say abundance, right? Like it's easy for you to say because you have an abundant life. Guys, abundance is a thought, okay? It's not a circumstance. It comes from your brain. It comes from your alpha state. One of the best ways I know how to get to that place of wanting from abundance is to make a list of 25 things that you want. Now, you've probably heard me say that on the podcast before, another episode on goal setting and future-focused thinking. And typically, when I give this assignment to my students, they will make a list of 25 things that they want, and not one thing on that list will be something that they already have, which is normal, right? I tell you to make a list of things you want, our brain goes immediately to scarcity. If I want it, it must mean I don't have it. But check this out. I'm going to have my students redo the list. I always have them redo the list. And this time I say, okay, every other thing you put on that list, have it be something that you really want and you already have. Now check this out. Most of us don't spend time wanting things that we have. Really consider what that means. Everything you have, you wanted at some point. That's why you have it. Even if it was a gift, right? You wanted it, you have it. Now the question is, do you still want it? Or now that you have it, is the wanting for it all gone? You see, we don't think of wanting as from a place of abundance. We think of wanting as something we don't have. So the first practice is to start thinking about things that you want that you already have. For example, I want to be a life coach and teach and coach a tribe of indomitable men. I love being my own boss, and I am. I have it. I want to make my own schedule. I want to live and travel where I choose. I want to decide how to provide value for my clients and students. I want to help people help themselves make their lives more effective by teaching them self-knowledge and cognitive mastery. Brother, I want it and I have it. And that's the first move. Abundance. It's different than being grateful for things. Gratitude is being thankful for what you have. It's a different kind of energy. You want to practice wanting what you already have, like really want it. Yeah, I like to trick my mind a little bit. The way I like to do it is I like to say, you know what? I really want to be a life coach and I really want to buy land in the Grand Canyon. Now, investing in land in the Grand Canyon is something I haven't done yet. It's something I want that I don't have yet, but I smash it in there with the thing that I want and I already have. And then on the other side of that, I could say, I really want a 2019 Harley Davidson Fat Boy. A Harley Davidson Fat Boy is something that I wanted for a long time and now I have it. I've taken two things that I really want and that I already have and right in the middle, I've made a sandwich. Right in the middle there, I've put something that I really want and I don't have. So it makes like a want, have, want, don't have, want, have sandwich. Now go try this after the podcast episode. Make two lists. Make a list of 25 things you want and you already have and a list of 25 things you want and you don't have. And after you make these two lists, go back and look at them so you can see your wanting from, but you're wanting from that place of abundance. Take, feel the energy difference between the two lists. The next step is to get very specific. And I like to talk about goals in the first person, in the first tense. It's like, I am is more powerful than I will. So you get really specific. I am investing in land in the Grand Canyon instead of I will invest in land in the Grand Canyon. Talk about timeframes, talk about dates, talk about amounts. The more specific you can be, the better. And at this stage, I caution my students not to bother themselves with the how. 
because your brain is going to want to block you out, right? It's going to want to knock you down because it'll start wanting to figure it out, right? How are you going to do that? How are you going to do this? That is where you start getting into the I don't know. So then when you don't know, all that drama and overwhelming confusion and indecision and doubt creep in. And at this point, you don't need to know how, so don't worry about the how. You're just going to be thinking about what and the when and the amount. Allow yourself to stretch. Maybe even think big, like super think. You know, it's okay to push that envelope and really suspend disbelief. Now, this next step is one of the most important. You got to write it down. I don't know what it is. I don't know. I don't have the research. I know there's all sorts of crazy urban myths out there about writing down goals. I get it. Jim Carrey, you know, he put a $5 million blank check into his pocket, made out to himself or whatever, and then he had a date on it. And then like two days before the date on the check happened, he got cast for the mask and he he made the amount of money that was on this check. I don't know what it is. I just know that from my personal experience that when you get it out of your brain and you put it on paper, it suddenly becomes real outside of your imagination. And it's so powerful. Not only do you write it down so you can look at it and adjust it and move it around a little bit, but it's also so you can read it every single day. And like I said before, I'm going to give you a warning and I want you to listen to me here and be very alert with this. As soon as you do this, as soon as you allow yourself to want from a place of abundance and you've written down your 25 things and you've looked through them and you've picked one and you've made it specific, what is going to happen is fear and doubt and shame are going to creep up. And this does not mean anything's gone wrong. This is part of the process. This is actually the most important part of the process because this is cognitive mastery. This is emotional ownership. If negative emotion doesn't come up, it probably means that you're not stretching yourself. You're not dreaming big enough. You know, you're not pushing yourself beyond your current comfort zone. My brother does this. He sets goals for himself that he knows he can achieve. He doesn't have any fear around the goal and there's no surprise when he accomplishes his goal. And the interesting thing is no matter how many goals he accomplishes is his life is the same. Like his results don't change. Your brain likes to maintain the status quo. That's what it's designed to do. It was designed to be efficient, to learn quickly and to adapt. And your brain will look for what you tell it to look for. So as soon as you start introducing new things and stretching it and asking it to go outside of its comfort zone, all of a sudden those uncomfortable emotions are going to come up because you're going to have thoughts that you haven't normally had, (laughs) right? You don't have to have efficient thoughts to support this goal. That's the point of having it. It's not what you get from achieving the goal. It's who you become. You get to come up against your fear and your doubt and your disbelief and your shame. And know now from this podcast that that's all a part of becoming a better version of yourself. A lot of guys, students, they get into coaching and they're like, dude, I feel worse than I did before. It's like, of course you did because you're becoming a better version of yourself. If When you're going to get to the shores of alpha, right? That that better version of yourself, you have to swim through the river of misery. The process that you take, that's the process that you learn from. So first, what you learn is how to process through the uncomfortable emotion. The second thing you learn is how to pay attention to your own mind as you go through the process of goal setting. And that skill in and of itself is what you will continue to use to set and achieve new goals. Those two skill sets are cognitive mastery and emotional ownership. It's knowing yourself. 
as you set your goal and you start noticing the negative emotion, you will also start to notice the negative thinking. And sometimes it doesn't alarm you because it's not so self-defeating, right guys? Like a lot of times it's just simple, I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm confused. Maybe this isn't the right thing. Maybe I should wait a while. Maybe I should change my mind. All of those thoughts seem benign. It is precisely these thoughts that block you from pursuing your dreams. I'll tell you the truth. I don't know is one of the biggest dream stealers of any thought I've ever come across. I have so many students that have had so many dreams and they block themselves by saying, I don't know. I don't know how. I don't know if this is what I want. I don't know if I could ever do it. I don't know if it's important enough. Just know that those thoughts will appear and with them will come fear, doubt, disbelief, and shame. It's part of the process, brother. And it doesn't mean anything has gone wrong. It doesn't mean you have to change anything. And at this point, in fact, you need to start taking a look at those beta conditioned thoughts and writing them down. I call it the thought download. You want to elevate your alpha to become aware of your awareness. What I do is I take a neutral circumstance, in this case, the goal, right? Whatever it is you want to achieve. And I start writing down all the doubtful thoughts, all the disbelief thoughts. I know that they're supposed to be there and I just write them down. Then I go to the place where the goal is already accomplished, right? Into the alpha. I do a little process with myself where I go into the future where it's already done. The goal has been completed and I look back on the thoughts that I just wrote down and I address them from a place of the goal being completed. It is so powerful and I highly encourage you to do it. It's a lot like that quote, what would you do if you knew you wouldn't fail? If you knew you couldn't fail, what would you do? Think about that. If you go to the place where you've already done what you set out to achieve and now you're looking at yourself and saying, I just don't know how to do it, I don't know if this is the right decision, then you will be able to meet your mind from a place of knowing. And this is your alpha. This is super powerful. And then from that place of the future, you can write your action plan. And here's where we get into the math. This is all the math. When these negative thoughts come up and block you, you have to stop, go back, address the thoughts, look at them, evaluate them, and know that they're just thoughts that are choices. They're equal parts truth and lie. You don't have to believe them and they're sentences that are making an effort to protect you. Okay, brother? Your brain, your beta condition, your survival brain is just doing its job of protecting your body. And I know it's funny, it's an illogical process that happens in our brain. You know, we have to acknowledge it and pay attention to it, and then we have to just dismiss it, right? We have to go past it. Once you've arrived in your alpha state at this place where the goal is already accomplished, then you can go back and do the math, right? The action plan backwards. For example, what I like to do is I like to assume the place of myself that has already accomplished the goal, and then I just tell myself how I did it. So let's say you want to make $100,000, right? Start where you've already made it, and then tell yourself how you made the last 20K, and then tell yourself how you made the last 50K, and keep going back and back and back. And you'll really blow your mind about how much wisdom you can give yourself from yourself. By just being able to observe all the negative thoughts that you're having, you will have so much more knowledge than you even know. Now, there may be instances, and there probably will be, where there will be these things that you just literally don't know, right? You just don't know the mechanics of. You don't really know how to record a podcast, or you don't really know how to set up a website, or you don't really know how to make a sale. And those are all specifics instead of that general, I don't know how to make $100,000, right? Or I don't know how to make a million bucks. You do know how. You just write it down, you do the math and the A line of the model, 
you know, this is how much money you need to make. This is how many sales you need to do. This is how many people you need to sign, depending on what you're doing. And then what you do is you elevate your alpha and you say, this is how I'm going to figure it out. This is what I genuinely don't know. And here is how I will solve that not knowing. It will become clear to you. You can figure anything out. Brother, this is the information age. I remember having encyclopedias in my house because the library was too far away and I didn't have a car. These days, nearly unlimited knowledge is available to you in the size of an iPhone. You know, I love that. It's true. If there are things you don't know or haven't quite got your finger on, then part of your action plan is to learn how to do those things. And it's really important to break your action plan down into small steps. If you have a year-long goal, break it down the month, then into a week. If you have a 25-year goal, break it down to the year, then in a month, then into a week. The more detail you can give yourself about your action plan, the better. Now, when I'm coaching goal setting, I go into my students and we get really into the minutia of all this. And so I want to give you guys one more piece. I want to give you guys a little bit more here in this podcast. And that's something that I call a do goal. I've used a lot of business examples already. So when it comes to do goals, I'm going to use a relationship example. I've had students come to me wanting to meet the woman of their dreams. They'll say, I really want to meet the woman of my dreams and I really want to start dating. So I'll say, okay, Awesome. If you're really serious about it, if you really want to find someone who you enjoy spending time with, how about you go on 200 dates in the next year? Now, I've suggested this to more than one student. I want you to know that, both male and female. And some of them are like, I'm not really sure that I want to date someone that much, (laughs) right? I'm not sure I'm committed to that. I don't think I have the time. That doesn't really seem like a good idea. But other students will say, wait a minute, if I went on 200 dates, I would probably go on a lot of really bad ones, but I might increase my chances of going on some good ones. And I'm totally committed to finding someone. So that's exactly what I'm going to do. And I'll tell you, brother, it's a lot of fun to watch my students do this because one of the things that's really great about goal setting, especially these do goals, is basically you're setting yourself up so that the chances of not getting your result are slim to none, right? If I need to find someone to fill a certain position in my business and I interview 300 people, the chances of me finding that person are pre- is pretty good. But if I'm only willing to interview two people, then I've lessened the chances of finding someone suitable for the job, right? And I'm probably going to have to deal with, settle for one out of two, which I won't do. So what I'm suggesting, brother, is that you think bigger and what you can do is if you set yourself up with do goals that you know you can do and you know you will get the results that you want, your motivation will go through the roof. Just try it out. Play around with what could be a do goal for the result that you want. What could be a do goal for the a goal that you have? Maybe your goal is to go to invest in real estate like one of mine is. How much time and energy are you willing to put into researching it? How many calls are you willing to make? How many properties are you willing to research? What are you really willing to do? What kind of do goal do you want for the result you want? And I have one last thing to add. (laughs) I know we're getting close to 30 minutes, but one of the things that is so amazing about setting goals, doing some do goals and some action plans to achieve those goals is not necessarily what you achieve when you achieve the goal, but what happens to you along the way. As you are going through the process of achieving your goal, you're overcoming your doubts and your fears. You're taking action. You're putting yourself out there. You are going to have things happen that you wouldn't have had happen otherwise. You're going to meet people you wouldn't have met. You're going to have experiences you wouldn't have experienced had you not had this goal. You know, take the example of my student who's working on going up to 200 dates, right? He's 
willing to meet 200 new people minimum. He will probably go to new restaurants, new places. He may not date all these women, but he may make a few new friends. He will become a different version of himself. Even if he doesn't meet the woman of his dreams at the end, the process of going through that dougal, the process of taking that action will bring him into more self-awareness because he has to overcome so many fears, so many doubts, so many frustrations. Think about the bravery and the courage here, guys. Can you imagine how many dates my student is going to have to go on that are going to be miserable? How many times has he had to make an offer and get turned down for a date? You know, what will he learn about himself? What will he learn about other people? What will he learn about dating? What will he get really, really good at? That is something you can't really anticipate before you start working toward your goal. When I was determined to open my own gym and have 100 members, like run my own business, I had no idea that within that process, I would learn how to manage my mind. I would learn how to connect with my emotions. I just wanted to work for myself and I just wanted to have a team. That's pretty much it. I had no idea I would change people's lives by helping them lose weight and gain confidence. I had no idea that I would start a career around it and get into cognitive causal coaching. And then I had no idea that I would travel the world and certify level one and level two coaches all around the world, Latin America, Asia, Europe. Those are all strategic byproducts I have from the goal of wanting to run my own gym. And not just the goal, but taking the massive action that I took to figure it out. And that's what I want to invite you guys to do. I want to invite you guys to dream. I want to invite you guys to be really specific and write it down. I want to invite you guys to allow the fear, allow the shame and doubt to come up. Write down the thoughts that come up that are obstacles in your way of achieving your goal and take all those thoughts and put them on the side burner while you go to the place where that goal is already achieved. When you elevate your alpha state and you access the wisdom of your future and how you were able to achieve it and then break it down into math, into an action plan and then Pimp out that action plan by making it huge, make it a do goal. Because in that process, whether you achieve that goal ultimately or not, you will become a more clear, clean, in touch, evolved version of yourself because you will have to go through the process of facing yourself and seeing yourself by pushing yourself outside of your comfort zone. That is elevating your alpha to live in freedom as an alpha male according to your dreams and your desires. That is knowing yourself, brother. That is something I want for all of you. And I really want to encourage you to not just stay in your comfort zone because who you are and who you are actually expressed to the world will be so much more visible, not just to you, but to everybody else if you're willing to continuously set goals. Write them down and overcome the cognitive obstacles that appear in your way. There is nothing that you genuinely want that you can't have. I hear this all the time. I want to such and such, but I can't because of such and such. That's not true. Those are lies. Those are lies from your brain. That's just fear from your survival brain. Sentences in your head. You deserve to have what you want. What you want is really important information, actually, because I think what you want is the GPS direction to the life that you're meant to to have for your very best self. It is your alpha alerting you to your dreams. 
Now, here's the thing, brother. If you're curious about how to apply anything you've heard in this podcast or in any podcast to your life, I encourage you to check out the Elevated Alpha Society Spartans because the Spartans are like a gym membership for your brain. We go into the gym to get the body in shape and you go into the Spartans to get your brain in shape. You learn how to use your brain to get the results you want in life. The Elevated Alpha Society Spartans aim to develop cognitive mastery and emotional ownership in all members. And that is what I have for you this week. Until next week, my brother, know thyself and elevate your alpha. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Alpha Male Coach Podcast. If you enjoy what you've heard and want even more, sign up for Unleash Your Alpha, your guide to shifting to the alpha mindset at thealphamalecoach.com slash unleash. Unleash.